both of us have been very fortunate to have parents that have earned successful marriages from day one. Yeah. Um, and in I long think term. in long term, mm -hmm. yeah. My parents have been married 42 years, going on 43. I think yeah. my parents 37. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think seeing them and their relationship and the foundation they built for us, I mean, that's what we know. And that's, I think what we both strive to have, like we want the same thing that we've seen, you know, yeah. um, because it has been positive for us. Welcome to the couple collective. I'm your host, Julian Lewis. Every week, we're going to bring you stories from couples to understand their path to making their relationship work. Drop that beat. Welcome to the Couple Collective. Um, I want to welcome the host, uh, Julian, here to the Couple Collective. That's Hello. fun. And uh, his... Dare I say it, fiance? Hello, uh, Emily. <laughs> the, uh, the the one who never wants to seem to be uh, on re on recording, right? right. And uh, but Fact. we we were able to get her in. I have no idea how we figured <laughs> I think it, it out. Was you, Sean. There was, I've asked so, many, it, yeah. so many times. Yeah, definitely exactly. not Julian. Yeah, definitely <laughs> not um, And so uh, yeah. Uh, I think you should consider it seasons. Couple Collective yes. has seasons. You don't want to be a weekly, monthly. Now, just you That's have a right. season. You had your first season, and yeah. now we're into a new season, which I think is really interesting. Yeah. And so much of you in your conversations throughout the season, as I listen to them, I'm a I'm a subscriber. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> I think you actually told the story of how you guys met, and I know that a lot of these conversations began with how did you guys meet, blah blah blah. So. Yeah. I think we actually, we, we, that story has been told, uh -huh. but for season two here of yeah. the Couple Collective, I actually think it's a more interesting question to begin with, why get married? Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's deep. Okay. Yeah. Why not? We're just going to drop that bomb. Yeah, yeah. Here it is. Drop that beat. Yeah. Drop that beat. Uh, no, seriously. So you guys got engaged. Yeah. Um, walk me through the decision in this day and age in modern, in 2019, or would you get engaged in 2018? 2018, December 2018. Let's take me back. Take me all the way back to 2018. Yeah. And walk me through your decision about, uh, for both of you, about why in this day and age getting married? Why make that choice? Yeah. Do you want to go first? Sure. I haven't even thought that deeply <laughs> on it. I'm like, because that's bigger. That's just life. Well, But not necessarily, I guess. It's just life. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, well, but, but walk me through... How that fits into the life you want. Why make that decision now? So Julian asked. I assumed you've been thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And you said yes. I did. Uh, yes. I saw the video footage. It was great. Uh, aerial <laughs> surveillance. Actually yeah. didn't say yes for a long time because we were just down on the ground. And when you say a long time, like a minute. <laughs> like a minute. Minutes, like yeah. Not like days. But there was a point where we were like, oh, yes, yes. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was adorable. And thank you for sharing. It yeah, was great footage. Uh, maybe we can link to that footage in the yeah, show notes. I think I, uh, I'm trying to edit the video now. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Well, not right now. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> So I'm vamping to give you some time to think because we are, you are put on the spot. But I'm curious, like, walk me through, like, your your thought process around why, that's, why that ends up being a part of the life you want to have right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I think about just long term, I guess. Um I know that Julian, I call him my person, he's mm -hmm. in my phone as my person, and my partner, 
and making decisions together and at, especially as we moved in together and bought this house I feel like we're making a lot of contractual decisions and this is another one of those decisions that I was aligned with um, I've always wanted to get married I don't know why maybe just because that's kind of how society has shaped my thoughts mm -hmm. but marriage is always something that I personally wanted um, and I saw it as more of like I am ready to start my life with you um, even though we bought a house together that's a pretty big step actually which is also <laughs> which is also probably news oh yeah so that's also news cliffhanger because we were living here right we hadn't yet purchased it so yes which we I, yeah. purchase the home. that's right yeah so no, congratulations on that that's a, it's a huge yeah. yeah some would even say some somewhat bigger almost than marriage yeah, in some yeah. Ways, right definitely um, so I think it was just kind of like all right, let's let's do this. Let's lock it in. We bought our house, and I'm we're ready to kind of call this relationship official too, mm -hmm. contractually. Is that the, am I saying that right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, and we want to start a family. You know, hopefully that's a plan of ours in the future. You don't have to be married to do that, but. Well, and I and I think that's the interesting thing this day and age, right? Because mm -hmm. everything you just said doesn't necessarily require marriage anymore. And it used to, right? I mean, uh, to have children out of wedlock puts you into a different section of society for a period of time. Um, the ability to purchase, you know, a home in a community as as two single people cohabitating would have would have been looked weird. I don't even know if it was even actually allowed in certain circumstances. So, but you've you've per you've purchased property. You guys could procreate if you chose to at this time. And yet you're still choosing the institution of marriage now. Yeah. And, and, and the reason I, 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 look, as a married man myself <laughs> uh, and a marriage and family therapist, I yeah. certainly have nothing, no problems with marriage. But I think it's interesting in this day and age when people make the conscious choice to get married. Instead, because never in our, in our history have we had more of a loosening of the societal pressure around this institution. Yeah. I mean, you can literally live your entire life you can do all the things. I mean, there isn't really anything that marriage enables in a way. And yet, people of this generation are still continuing to get married. And I think it's a really interesting question for how it fits into your goals in your life. And I think that's why I start with that question. I think yeah. that's that's where the conversation should be open up on. Yeah. Um, Julian, I'm, I'm interested in some of your answers. I think very similar to Emily. Like I, It's something I always wanted to do, mm -hmm. um, like build a partnership with another individual. Um, and the way in which I was brought up and the way in which I was exposed to marriage, it was like, that is something that you do. And in all honesty, like until I started on this journey of the couple collective and like talking to other couples, like learning from you, reading books that you've suggested, you know, that I realized that it wasn't necessarily a step that needed to be taken. Or if it was a step that was taken, you can do it in your own way. Mm -hmm. And so I think as a part of like us talking about it, you know, we've talked about like doing things in our own way and not necessarily having um, a short term like contract and then like renewing it later. Um, but in the way of like just celebrating it in our own way. But I think we both early on knew that we wanted to marry each other. And that was a part of our path together as a couple. Um, and as Emily mentioned, starting a family, like we wanted to be like m like married. I think we just like the, the the sound of like being married, you know. And it's it's funny because like <clears throat> untraditionally maybe um, after I proposed to Emily, I was like, 
like, wait a minute, like, now you have a ring for, because we're not going to get married till what, 2020? Mm -hmm. And so she has a ring, and I was just like, you know what, like, why can't I have a ring? And she told me a story about one of her friends who got proposed to, and then um, her, uh, she, like, ran in the house, got a ring, and then proposed back to the guy, and, like, they both had rings right away. And so I was like, well, why don't you do that to me? <laughs> you know what I mean? But then, like, you wasn't know. wasn't very prepared. I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> right. Sure. Right? So, so then I was like, you know what? I kind of want to get a tattoo. I'll get a tattoo now and then a ring later. So I got a tattoo, and we got matching tattoos. Nice. Which, for me, this oh, is. Oh, very nice. This is one of um, 11, I think, that I have. Um, I got 10 and 11 at the same time. Okay. Um, but it's one of 11 for me, and now Emily and I have matching tattoos. And again, like the house, to your point, is like a bigger commitment, I think. Yeah. And then now we have like ink that shows that like sure. we're aligned and, right. you know, pending everything goes well. Like, you know, we don't have to make up a story of why we have this random crown tattoo on my ring finger. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a random story, you know. Um, but, you know, and, and even then, you know, a, a tattoo ends up being a, a more permanent uh fixture than even a ring a ring yeah. can be taken off i mean i'm not wearing my wedding ring i was doing dishes so my ring's mm -hmm. off and uh but you know yeah you know tattoos ended up being far more permanent in yeah. some ways right i mean we, our technology's gotten a little different right, <laughs> right. lasered off but i that's not comfortable yeah. here so um i have another thing though. please yeah i think um the idea of marriage both of us have been very fortunate to have parents that have in successful marriages from day one yeah. um and, and i long think term. in long term mm -hmm. yeah my parents have been married 42 years going on 43 yeah. my parents 37 yeah um and i think seeing them and their relationship and the foundation they built for us i mean that's what we know and that's i think what we both strive to have like we want the same thing that we've seen you know yeah um because it has been positive for us yeah so and and what do you see in this modern age for you two? Like, what what do you see that like are you you guys plan to have within the bounds of, of marriage? Like, like, like set you know are there certain things in life that you're looking forward to specifically once you are married? Probably a family is one of them if we can have one. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I guess it doesn't change that much of what we currently have going on yeah. i think it's just having that partner for life yeah uh that feeling of like security like you're we are with each other forever and a support system for each other yeah forever even though he gets on my nerves a lot and I, so, <laughs> so i mean i think for me like getting out of the fiance stage into the marriage phase um so emily started calling me fifi which is not like, Fifi. I don't know, it's like an interesting nickname. Like, hmm. sometimes I like it, sometimes I'm like, stop sure. calling me Fifi. Right. Right? right? So, I right. mean, I'm, I think also, like, in all seriousness, um, I think about our commitment to purchasing this home together. Mm -hmm. We left a comfortable situation in the city to rent a house um, with knowing that we'd have an opportunity to buy it, but we weren't sure if we were going to be able to make it happen. Right. Um, and so we could have moved here lived here for six months and weren't, wouldn't been able to purchase the home. And then we would have been in a tough spot, but we had a right. conversation beforehand of like, you know, like no matter what, like we're doing this together. Sure. And if we can't purchase this home, like we're still going to be together. And I think about that also now of like, you know, getting married, like making a deeper commitment of being together and, you know, 
if for whatever reason we're not able to have kids mm -hmm. or we're not able to do some of the things that we want to do in the future, like no matter what, like we're committing to each other to be with each other, like through those things. Yeah. Yeah. What are, what are some of your short-term or mid-term goals uh, for your marriage? We talked deeply about that. Yet? We haven't talked deeply about it yet. I, um, it's like we have a lot of goals for the house. Yeah, we have a lot of goals <laughs> of, of things we want sure. to do, and it's so. I think for um, for our relationship as a whole, yeah, you know, traveling was a huge thing that we wanted to do, and the the step of take of buying the house um, restricted us from from doing that for over yeah. a year, like pushed it a year. But what three weeks ago. We just got back from a European vacation, so we were able to finally do that trip. And you know, I remember when um, like a couple of our best friends, Matt and Katie, who were will hopefully be on the podcast. We we're hoping to interview them in Vienna, but I think we're gonna have to interview them when they move back. But they were in Vienna for a year um, for my buddy's job. I've known him since I think before kindergarten. We were in Tiger Cubs yeah. together, and you know, when they said they were gonna move, like I was sad because they they lived in Burlingame. They weren't that far away. We'd, have, we'd dress up in Jamaican Bob said outfits and go to the bars like after Halloween was already over, you know? That's like fantastic. those, that's like one of oh, our... that was you guys? That was us. That was us. us. Oh, this is all great. But that, that was like one of our couples and it was like, so they're going to be gone. It's like, we have to go visit them, right? Mm -hmm. But then it was just like, you know, like, M, like we had to have a hard conversation of like, we can't go visit them. Like we, we have to save to make this house happen because mm -hmm. they're going to come back and they're not going to be mad at us because like they love us, they know that we want to go there, um, but we we're able to make it happen. And granted, we went during like the not not the most favorable time of year. It was cold, but sure, we got lucky with weather and we had an amazing time. Um, but yeah, um, I wasn't sure if there was something no. else I was going to add. Well, to I think the things <laughs> that we've talked about as like oh, a that couple was short term goals got it. <clears throat> um, short term, I think right now, like Julian made me read this book. Um, what is it called again? Something about the total money makeover. Oh yeah, okay. total money makeover. Okay. Yeah, and there's a lot like we. And just to be clear, when we talk about Julian made her read this book, it wasn't it Julian was. made. We'll have, we'll, have <laughs> the, we'll have the author and a link to the book in the show notes. Right, I'm, making, was... I'm making more work for him. Just putting everything in the show notes. It's great. Know, right? It's fantastic. <laughs> it was. It was. It was suggested by Jess and Jack, who were on the podcast, and they talked about bucketing money together. And I was like, you know what, like. It was, we did a really good job of saving to make things happen for the house. Now we're in a really good position. Like, let's figure out what we want to do with the money that we're saving. Mm -hmm. Like, let's make sure that it's either working for us or let's make sure that, like, if there's things we want to do, we save before we do them. And we're not, like, paying for things on our credit cards, for instance. Yeah, because we used to, like, living in the city, I mean, I felt like we were just like, woo, whatever, you know. We didn't really pay attention to that so not much of a plan not much of a plan and yeah. that's something as a short-term goal as a couple we're like trying to really hone in on is like what is our like financial plans and like what are things we want to do together yeah sure um and how do we get there so and, and that fits both in short term and long term, and long -term. Mm -hmm. yeah i think in another short-term thing that we talked about so um, I don't think I've mentioned this to the podcast, but I'm going back to in-person therapy. So okay. for a long time I was doing, um, app therapy. Then for a long time I wasn't doing any therapy. Um, but luckily through my company, I have the ability to get free therapy up to a certain amount of sessions and I'm 
taking full advantage of that. And through that, you know, identified that we do still have like communication issues Mm -hmm. and certain things that we need to work on. And for me, like I was ready to propose to Emily pretty early on in a relationship, but like there's things that I wanted us, there's things I wanted to see slash things I wanted us to work on. And when I told Emily that I had talked to my therapist and she suggested that we go to like a couple's boot camp and do like workshops. Mm-hmm. Uh, at first, I think she was uh, worried about like like what's wrong with our relationship. And I'm like, no, it's not like what's wrong. It's more of like there are things that we can improve on. Like we might as well go do this. And the minute she said – it took a little bit. But the minute she said, yes, I'll do that, then I was like, I'm game. And I was ready to propose like the next day. I waited a little bit longer. But um, we have that planned now. I think we're going in June. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to, um, I think it's called 1440 Multiversity. So we'll report back on, Can't wait on to what that's that. like. Yeah. yeah, We'll put a link to that in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, excellent. And uh, let's see. So where, we did that, we did that. I'm trying to think. Um, where does, uh, let's, let's, let's get a little bit more, more deep. So as a marriage and family therapist, I do sometimes see couples not at their best. I wish more couples went to like premarital counseling. I think that's, I mean, you're setting yourself up for success by, you know, if, when you, if you go to therapy, when things are good, then when things are a little less good, Mm -hmm. then you're just sort of like, well, of course we would go to therapy because like we went when things are good. It's not that big and scary a thing. How have you guys worked out when things may not go so well? What, how are things going to, what are your ideas around conflict? Um, you know, there's uh, infidelity. There's this idea of like, when you talk about a relationship that spans 30, 40, 50 years, mm-hmm. you know, ultimately you're, you're talking about multiple lifetimes really in, in, the, in the stage of things. And wh- how does that fit into your guys' sense of marriage? Um, you know, how are you guys going to man- manage? It's hard. To, I guess it's a really hard question, right? Yeah. But but it's one that I bring up for you guys to think about. What, you know, are there extinction level events for your relationship, or are there things that's like, no, you know what, we're committed to work things out. And I I don't really know if there's an answer at this point. But have you guys thought about or had conversations about, you know, how are you guys going to deal with significant conflict if it comes up in your relationship? I don't think we've really talked yeah. deeply about that. I mean, we know that we we both are very fiery people when mm-hmm. it comes to an argument. Mm-hmm. Um, we both are not afraid to voice ourselves. Listen um, <laughs> well, a little bit of the wine pouring right now. Yeah, there you go. trying yeah, to be yeah. really quiet. Um, You're ruining the magic. But I think that's why we do want to go to this, this retreat, um, to, to learn a little bit of how to communicate because I know there's certain things for me that might trigger me to be upset about something or I, if he gets upset, like I shut down, Mm. I kind of just kind of get quiet and I don't want to talk. I don't want to look at him. I'm just like, I just kind of want to curl up into a ball. Um, and so I think us even just taking a step right now of going and like figuring out how can we maybe have some like social cues to each other of like, hey, like let's not even go there kind of thing or just so we can hopefully reduce the tension between us. Um, But we haven't like, I mean, if you think of the fights that maybe we have or the arguments we have are not 
that big of a mm -hmm. deal in the grand scheme of life. Um, so I, I don't know how exactly we would tackle it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we've thought about, like, if M did this, like, how would I react kind of thing. I think sure. maybe individually we've thought about it, mm -hmm. but we haven't talked about it together. Yeah. Um, in conflict, often, I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat this, I'm definitely the most, I'm the loudest of the two of us, and I'm the one who has the most to say. Sure. As Emily mentioned, she shuts down, and I call her a soft A roly-poly, soft-ass roly-poly. I'll bleep that out, but um, just because she's Very like, good communication she, skills when, when we're... We're going to take that <laughs> But she, she'll curl up into a ball. We just got that iTunes E for explicit on the podcast. Know, right? yeah, we, she rolls up into a ball in a sense and like doesn't want not to physically. necessarily not physically but, <laughs> but she um, could she I could, could. Yeah, yeah she could yeah, yeah. and so it's it's frustrating to me because it's like let's have a conversation about this and so i know personally and that's part of the reason why i go to therapy is because i know that there's things that i need to work on sure and i don't there's a lot of i think a lot of people won't tell me things that i think i need to work on because mm -hmm. maybe they don't know as much as i know yeah because that's it's me but like i know that i need to work on my communication skills um even you know i'm managing a team now at my company and it's i need to learn how to communicate with people in a way that will help them slash i need to listen more um and so i think doing this will help but i don't think we've We've gotten to the point where, like, if this happens, like, then, um, like, that will be the end, mm -hmm. like, to your point. But um, hopefully, if we both hold dear to each other, like, how we feel about each other, like, I would never let myself get into a position to do something that would hurt Emily so bad. Because, one, I care about her more than anybody, um, and I... And I say that hesitantly because I always put myself first and then other people. Because if I don't love myself, how am I going to love her, right? Sure. Um, but, like, she's a very, 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 very close second. First. Close first. So, sorry? <laughs> well, 1.5. Yeah. yeah. 1A. Yeah. I'm like, who else is the close, other second? No, close second. First. Yeah. Close second. Right? Close to the one. Two's close to one. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> when you guys thought about sitting down, because we, uh, you may not be able to tell from this episode, but we didn't actually plan much of this. Um, <laughs> I did go through Becca's premarital counseling um, ah, stuff. My wife I does a lot of premarital counseling work. Much of it wasn't applicable, I think, to this conversation, <laughs> but it was good to hear. I'm real curious now. Yeah, but um, uh, you know, were there things that you thought? of opening into this discussion? Like, was there things that you thought, oh, I, I, it would be great to talk about this in, in this forum and in this, this setting? I thought it was going to be a softball. I thought you were just going to ask about the proposal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Like, we got real no. deep tonight. Oh. <laughs> I remember, though. I remember you asking. Like, Tell me about the proposal. Yeah. I, know, right? yeah. I remember you asking um, whether or not we wanted questions in advance. And honestly, I didn't. Because we, we scheduled this, like, almost two weeks ago. Or maybe... Oh, I think longer. It was like, it was when we got back from Europe, right when we got back, so oh. like two, two and a half weeks ago, and I thought, you know, like, I'd rather not, because then it's like two and a half weeks to think about it, Sure. and I'd rather just kind of think off the cuff, so mm -hmm. there's yeah. nothing in particular that um, I thought of to, like, bring up, but, I mean, it's, it's, it's helpful to hear the questions, because then it's like, oh, like, maybe we should, like, have a conversation about some of these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's see, it... it uh, I always like to talk to, with couples that there are like three 
there, there are like three leg stools of most modern like marriages, right? And you and I have talked about this on one, yep. one podcast. There's like the intimate interpersonal partnership, right? Yep. The, 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 the companionship part of a, a relationship. There's the, the business of running a household, right? Yep. Whether, you, whether you rent or own, it doesn't matter. Like just running a household and, and the sharing of resources in order to both people mm-hmm. kind of uh, allow for greater security and stability. And then if people choose, there's the co-parenting, right? You know, there's that aspect. You guys have, you know, I know that buying the house was big in terms of your financial and the the business side of the relationship. Yeah. Are there other business goals that you guys think of? I know you guys have house projects themselves, but have you guys looked at like, what are some of the other things that marriage or at least more of a commitment for long-term stability? Are there other things on your horizon that you guys are looking to build out or, or have be a part of your marriage? That's a, that's a good question. I think even just with this platform, Couple Collective, I oftentimes ask Emily like what her thoughts are in terms of like how can this be go beyond just a podcast? Mm-hmm. Um, because whether or not she wants to be an active participant, like if we're married and we're together, she's going to be a participant sure. to a certain degree. And so I often ask her about that and... I think we both have large aspirations beyond our nine to five careers. Um, and, you know, Emily recently has been talking about, you know, potentially like building a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's something that, you know, when she has an idea that I like cling to it. Yeah. We were, we were he travel- ran like the wind with this we one. Were, we were traveling on our trip and I remember I couldn't sleep because of the time thing and I was up and I was like, I made a Google doc. I was like, pumped on it you know what I mean but then I realized like wait Julian pump the brakes like let her run this at her own pace and ask for input just like I don't even know the idea I'm I'm a philanthropist (laughs) I'm gonna I'm donating I got 20 on this I'm I'm in the ground floor this is great yeah yeah so so it's like it's yes I think like from a business ideas perspective we also have like other ideas like retail ideas of things that we might want to do um but in terms of other investments there's nothing else that we've really thought about like other than like investing in our current situation like with the home and everything and um I think one thing that I'm I've been trying to be better at probably for the past three to five years Mm -hmm. is trying to really focus on the now and what we have in this moment and how can we take what we have and make it a hundred percent ours like we've done a lot of things like decoration wise to our home, but like, it's still, it's still a work in progress. Mm -hmm. And so focusing on that and, you know, part of my new year's resolutions, you know, one is really focusing on being more Julian than I've ever been, which to a lot of people is like foreign because they're like, wait, you haven't been your full self. Um, But like the second and the most relevant is mastery Hmm. and really mastering things that I've already started. And so, that is everything from work to couple collective to our relationship and making sure that we are building a strong foundation. So if we are fortunate enough to bring another life into this, mm. that we are good. And I think it was Aisha Curry who was kind of blasted in the media for saying that, you know, her and Steph come first and then their kids come second. And that's something I truly believe in because if we're, if I'm not good with myself, 
then Emily and I can't be good. If Emily and I can't be good, then how are we going to be able to raise a family together? So, um, big fan of that. Shout out to Aisha. <laughs> We're going to put a link to her in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> show notes. Yeah. That's show notes. Emily, what do you think? I'm aligned on what Julian said. The one thing, he's going to kill me for this one. It's fine. Um, Not actually. It's, a, it's an end. <laughs> this, this could be the end of the relationship right here. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's roll those dice. Roll those dice. Well, we like, once, once maybe we have the whole family piece, but the next like investment I would like to make is yeah. a, a car. <laughs> okay. And that's something, and he's like, no. <laughs> it's, so, it's so funny to me because how long have you had your current car? I don't have a car. You have a car that we share. Yeah. I, I share it with you. You drive it more than I do now. I mean, um, I drive it further once a week, but anyway. It's 15 years it's old. It's 15 years old. There's How many miles does it have? Like 90,000. So that? 15 years old has not hit 100,000 miles. Yeah. There's literally no reason to get a car until we have to put another human in the car because yeah. it's a two-door. You know what I mean? Like, we really do not need a car. And when we get a car... We're going to get a... Well, if we like how it drives. No, but what are, no, not the type of car. Oh. <laughs> New versus used. Oh, yeah. Used. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Used. Like, so, one so year. I, I, I hear... There, so, there, there are, like, wants and needs, yes. right? Mm-hmm. There's a wants and needs question. I just, conversation. Spread, I just made a spreadsheet about wants and needs. Yesterday. Wants and needs. But then there's... <laughs> but, there's but there's also just, like you know, uh, values. There's like definitely mm-hmm. like undertone of values in this conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my question is not so much the details about this, this argument. We're going to, I want to, we're going to stretch it out. We're going to do a process on this. Okay. How do we in this make sure that we fight fair for the, for the things that are important to us? How, how do you guys go about doing that? Yeah. I think. Cause I, I already can sense the Julian strong presence. Yes. <laughs> and he was already, he was already like, e- email me the Google Doc. He's like, I'm set. I'm going to show you the spreadsheet so that you can get me on my side so that we have two people two, to convince two, Emily. Right. Right. And then, but then I, I see Emily, like, you know, immediately being a bit deferring to Julia's presence on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, how do you go about making sure that Emily's voice can be heard in yeah. these kinds of moments? That you can be supportive and you, you're, you know, your position is totally valid, you know, but how does that go about? How do we fight fair for the things that are important to us? Yeah. So for me, because I know I can be a loud voice and I know that I can be very opinionated, but I would say probably eight times, probably eight to nine times out of 10 that my opinions are rooted in some sort of fact. So if we want to go, very confident, isn't so, it? So well, if we want to, if we want to go back to the car example, right? We don't. Okay. So here, here, I want you to be able to. I want you. This is your challenge. Yes. I want you to be able to express your opinion of of your point of view. Yeah. Without anecdotal stories. So okay, that's fair. There are things that I am very passionate and like set on in my mind, mm-hmm. and so it is very difficult for me to change them. So I need to be more open. However, if I have supporting evidence of why my opinion is, in my opinion, correct, Mm -hmm. or the way we should move forward, then I will send that over to Emily, let her read it, 
yeah. or process it on her own and then let her make a decision. But at the end of the day, no matter what, the end decision will be ours and not mine or hers. Yeah. I'm going to get to you in a second, Emily, but I'm gonna, <laughs> I, wanna, I want one more question. Yeah. How, can, how could you imagine supporting Emily yeah. with one of her wants that is based on emotion, not on fact? How would you be able to do that? <laughs> and I can't use a specific example? That's right. Yeah. Um, honestly, like, I, there are certain things, there are a lot of things, actually. Yeah, sure. There are a lot of things mm-hmm. that I am particular about. Okay. But there are also, I realize that there are a lot of things that I'm particular about that doesn't really matter if it doesn't happen the way I want it to. Okay. Okay. And so, in that vein, yeah. if it's more about Emily being happy and wanting to continue to stay with me then i am <laughs> then... the stakes just got really high <laughs> right? but then right. like but like sure. then, then to me it's sure. just like if if we could if it's not going to jeopardize our family relationship to do it her way yeah then let's do it okay that's that's <laughs> so there's your manipulation tool we either do it this way or we'll break up again. <laughs> How does that work? Now I get everything oh, yeah. I want. I don't. Not, not to that extreme. Yeah, th- that is an audience that is in no way a recipe for a successful relationship. <laughs> Let's get that out of there right now. Okay. Uh, so uh, you've, I assume, uh, and, may, and maybe not, but that Julian has engaged in this kind of uh, persuasive uh, <laughs> logic uh, debate with you. Maybe uh, too often. Too often. So uh, how do you balance that in this in that in this relationship? Because I already can see the strong, assertive. Uh, it's like a mirror image of me, because um, I I speak with confidence on things I know nothing about. It's fantastic. All you have to say is, said, "Of course." I said rooted in fact. <laughs> yeah, but that's the danger: is that when you can speak with your tone in confidence, is people will just assume everything you say is fact, that's and that. True. That's with true. great response, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> like I'm wearing a Spider-Man shirt right now. <laughs> so, um, so walk me through that. I mean, for you, in terms of the the fighting fair, like you know, how, what's your side of this? I mean, where where do you where how do you manage this energy that that is so present in your life? So many people ask me, how do I manage it? <laughs> Specifically his family. I'm just, oh, nice. Unfortunately, she gets exposure to my family uh-huh. and my um, the people that I work with. Okay. And Every single person's like, how do you do it? Yeah. yeah. So no matter yeah. what side, they're like, how do you do it? But yeah. I'll let you continue while I drink this wine. Yeah, <laughs> take keep it. drinking. I'll take it. Go ahead. Yeah. No. Um, so first of all, like I say, I, I usually when he gets very intense and opinion about things they kind of Enemy. shut down sure right because i'm just like oh my god like this is too much going on right now like i'm just gonna hold to myself i'm the type of person that i need some time to think and process uh before i speak because if i speak immediately it might not come out the right way um and when i do speak out immediately it usually comes out the wrong way so um things like so for instance this this car situation we did brought up, right? I thought we weren't supposed to get the specific. Yeah, you weren't supposed to get the specific. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll allow okay. it here. Yeah. Okay. So, I've, like, I got my car brand new, right? Right. My parents, since I can remember, they've been purchasing their cars brand new. So I think that's what I know, is like, mm-hmm. you just, why would you buy a used car, right? Like, that, that car could break. Like, you don't, how can you trust the person that sold it to you? So that's where my mind goes. 
um, not realizing you could probably buy a new car with only a few, you know, thousand miles on it as well. Um, just might have to work a little bit harder. And, and so after we've had these back and forth of like, I want a new car. No, we should get a used car. Um, and then I did read, for instance, this, this, uh, total money makeover book of why you wouldn't want to buy a new car unless you really have the money and you can. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I get it now. Like that makes sense. Um, but I'd say some of the other moments where he has this energy, a lot of times I'll just be like, I, I, I'd almost like pick my battles with it. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes I just don't feel like it's necessary. I, I, a lot of times I'm like, I don't want to fight with you. Like, I don't want to argue about this. It's not worth it. Like, clearly you have your opinion. I have my opinion. And I'll just say, like, I don't want to. It's it's not worth it. It's yeah. not that serious for us to even, like, have a fight about silly things of, you know, that we, we talk about. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love the podcast. I, I'm so thrilled to have had an opportunity to guest, guest, guest host. Yeah. Um, and I, at, at, since I can see your house from there, I'm, I'm excited to watch where the relationship goes from my kitchen as yeah. I'm doing dishes Indeed. Um, <laughs> and shouting out hi neighbor from my, my porch. <laughs> Thank you kindly for joining us on the podcast today. Between now and next time, visit us at www.couplecollective.com or follow us via our social channels at Couple Collective. If you've been enjoying the episodes or the podcast in general, Please tell a friend, tell a couple, or subscribe via your favorite podcasting service. If you'd like to suggest a topic or be featured with your story, you can contact us via the form on the website or at 774-226-8753. Until next time, much love. <laughs>